Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody, and welcome into a brand new NBA strategy show. I am Adam Kaufman. He is Josh Engelman, and man, it is Thursday. It just comes by in a blink, and after a big slate last night, a ton of games I guess we could look back on if we really want to, just a light little slate tonight. It's a cute little slate that we've got on our hands here, Josh. Just the three games. How are we going to fill an hour? Uh, we're going to give it our best shot. Uh, at least now we can do a strategy show in the morning and we have three games. We'll see how it happens for the deeper dive when one of these games yeah. inevitably gets canceled and they've got to go through two. But I'm excited. Three's fine. I just wish they weren't doing this whole like 10, then three, then 11 type schedule. Sure. Like, just make it six or something. Make me happy. Yeah, it'd be nice and easy, wouldn't it? Some consistency yes. that we have to look forward to. So we have got, as far as the three games, we've got plenty of time. So obviously get your questions in, be it on YouTube or monitoring that chat or obviously the Osmo Premium Slack channel for basketball, keeping an eye on that as well. I know we've got our guy News God hanging out, letting us know if anything happens. So we'll be keeping an eye on everything. But we have got the Lakers in Milwaukee. That is the you know, early game, 7.30 Eastern time, because then you got to wait basically until that one is over before the other two get started. With New Orleans and Utah, second straight meeting between those teams, so a little recency bias. We can look at that last game and see if there's anything from that one that leads you to believe a certain thing about this one. Of course, you've got New York and Golden State. So just real quick, what is your approach to the slate in general with the staggered times? Obviously, late swap is an option. So, you know... With a lot of the star power that we had first game, or you, 
I don't know, loading up early and leaving room for value later, or is it a different kind of approach? I assume I end up with a lot of the early game just because of AD, LeBron, and Giannis, and to a lesser extent, Chris Middleton. Um, So I expect those are like the primary pay-up options as far as I'm concerned. If you look at New Orleans and Utah, I mean, the highest we're paying up is what, like Brandon Ingram or Rudy Gobert. So that's not really the same sort Mm -hmm. of tier. Obviously, uh, it's a little bit different for the Knicks. Julius Randle is expensive now, but still only 9K. The only other option is Golden State and Curry. So all of the true, like real firepower is early. So getting the Lakers-Bucks game right is going to be key. I mean, you're basically LeBron, AD, and Giannis are the same today. And getting the one that does the best correct and the worst most correct not have is where you need to be because you'll know exactly where you are after that game. Those guys will dictate everything. How many studs are you paying up for tonight? One and a half, probably. (laughs) I I would guess I have like one of those, one of LeBron, AD, and Giannis in pretty much everything that I'm doing. Um, Sometimes two. Maybe nobody, and it it ends up being like Curry and Randall in a Knicks-Warriors game stack, but... I mean, I'm, I assume I'll have every single sort of combination of those different guys, whether it's AD and LeBron or one of those guys plus Giannis mm-hmm. sneaking in Curry. On a three-game slate, like raw points are going to start to matter, so it's really hard to get away from any of these pay-up options in, in bulk unless they pick up a ton of ownership. It's early, folks. You're going to hear this from me a lot, but uh, smash that like button, would you? If you're watching along on YouTube, as I presume you are, hit the like, hit the subscribe button as well. Osmo is making the push toward 50,000 subscribers, and we're not far away either. Could very well get there by the end of the NBA season. In fact, I'll be disappointed if we don't. Plus, you want to keep up to date on all of our shows, DFS offers, giveaways, much more. And once you subscribe, you can hit that notification button. You can get alerts directly to your phone, whatever the device, to let you know when shows like this one are going live. And there are a handful of shows over the course of the day, every single day. Today, it's not just us. You've got the NHL and... uh, you know, MMA strategy shows. You got the deeper dive later on, as Josh talked about. You got the NBA live before lock. So there is a lot happening. And also, uh, shout out to our guys, Spags and Eric, for uh, unveiling a new show last night, the uh, late live before lock, and it seemed to go pretty well. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. I love that we're uh, filling that sort of piece. You never know what's good. We, we get so many changes after lock that end up really changing mm-hmm. the scope of what the later slates would look like. So I, I love that we've been uh, adding additional shows and adding that particular show sets you real, sets you up really well for the each late slate, obviously, you know, on a day like today where you're only getting two games, but like there are days where that could be a pretty robust late slate show. Just a matter of time though, before you're on camera doing another show, you're going to have to, you know, deal with that. I'll never be on that one. <laughs> all right i'm too, I'm uh, too well, much like of an early bird i'm up at 5 30 in the morning every day i gotta get the contenders videos oh. out i can't be doing the last show and the first show that's craziness makes me sick how happy you are to get up that early everybody get your it, questions man. in so we uh obviously we talked about some of the studs and uh, you know as noted it's Giannis, it's it's lebron it's davis as you said to a lesser degree obviously you can include Chris Middleton in there, obviously Julius Randle, Steph Curry. Those are the top projected scores today on Osmo from our own Alex Baker. And I think, you know, a little bit of common sense involved there as well. Those are the guys that, you know, you tend to flock to, gravitate to. What is your general approach to a three-game slate? You know, even removing the teams, the specific players from the equation, because, you know, this is where, unlike last night where you got the larger slates, there's a lot less differentiation if you're you know, playing GPPs, there's going to be similar lineups. If you're playing head-to-heads, there's going to be similar lineups. So what is your approach here? Yeah, this is going to be a really boring answer. Uh, my approach is that I do absolutely nothing different than I do on every other slate. Uh, to me, it's just the same thing. It's just less players to choose from. I actually prefer slates that are slightly smaller. Um, I think that it generally allows people to compound their errors by playing guys that they really shouldn't. Where on a huge slate, I end up having to be ultra spread out as well. So in a dream scenario, it's like a six or seven game slate, but on a three gamer, I'm not doing my entire process is the same, no matter what the slate size is. So sorry that I don't have any like fun stuff to say, but it's all the same. 
How about this? Any difference between DraftKings and FanDuel when you're building ups? So slightly um, on draft on FanDuel, at least you sort of need to open up your player pool a little bit more just because of the way that positions work. Paying down for someone that might not look all that great becomes a little bit more viable just because it might make salaries work somewhere else. Where on DraftKings, since you can kind of play everybody in multiple spots, you don't really need as much of the weird stuff at the bottom because you can kind of make the pieces fit together. You still want to be concentrated more towards the top. Fandle's the place where it gets weirder since you have to have two of every position other than center, obviously. Um, so in that regard, it does sort of open me up to more of the guys that I wouldn't really like to play on a three-gamer. But like, who would be a good example? Um... So like someone like DJ Augustine today on Milwaukee mm-hmm. is 3,500 on FanDuel. He's 3K on DraftKings, so the flat minimum. I think he's less interesting on DraftKings at the flat minimum than he is on FanDuel just because of the way that the positions work. Because if DJ Augustine just happens to run into 24 or 25 minutes because of foul trouble instead of 20, that can just change the entire paydown structure at the point guard spot. Whereas on DK, you probably still need the raw points on a three-gamer. On FanDuel, you might not need them. With Josh Engelman, Adam Kaufman, taking a look at the YouTube chat here. El Negro Loco, good morning, beardless Adam. Thank you. Good to see you. Uh, Later on, maybe even a haircut. Really mix it up. Austin says, Adam, is that your regular voice or your radio voice? We want to hear your regular voice. No, this is it. For better or worse, there's there's no like really high pitch voice that I'm masking. Get your questions in the YouTube chat. Uh, appreciate all the birthday wishes. No, so you know, Josh, don't feel bad. It's not actually my birthday. This is just something that happens every single day that I am on YouTube, which is basically yeah. every single day. Yeah, I've, I've seen it happen from time to time in chat. It's incredibly yeah. annoying. <laughs> not just for you. Like I've I've had the same experience. It's not fun. Sure. Yeah, it is a thing. Hey, you know what? Why wouldn't every day be your birthday? Just celebrate. Plus, my real birthday is actually about a week away. So, you know, it's just a buildup at this point in time, but I probably won't work that day. want to tell you before we get to the games really quickly, folks, about uh, our new sponsor. That is, of course, No House Advantage, who has taken a different spin on daily fantasy sports by offering player prop contests across naturally NBA plus MLB, NFL, PGA, and all for cash prizes as well. This exclusively peer-to-peer fantasy sports platform levels the playing field and makes it easier for you to win real cash compared with your traditional DFS sites. Now, the best part, you can join for free today. You heard me right. Join for free today. Just download the No House Advantage app. Check out the daily prop contest without having to deposit a single dime. Truly, it is that easy. When you're ready to make your first deposit, NHA will match up to $20 in free play when you use the promo code. I think you can guess this. Awesomeo. That is the promo code. And refer a friend. Get $5 more after that first deposit. Beat your friends, not the house, and win big with player props today. So we have got you for roughly 45 more minutes. We've got a few games to dive into, a lot more NBA strategy talk to get into. So, Josh, let us start with the, uh, again, early game, the first game of the night, even though it is 7.30 Eastern time. That is L.A., the Lakers, at Milwaukee. It's an interesting matchup just in terms of the teams. The Lakers are a perfect 7-0 on the road. The Bucks are 6-1 at home. I don't know if you want to dive into any sort of, you know, narratives in that regard at all, at all, because obviously these are two teams that are both dominant in those respective areas. First meeting of the year, both are essentially fully healthy. We know the star power. We talked about LeBron, AD, and Giannis. So how are you attacking this game? Uh, site specific a little bit right now. Um, on FanDuel, I prefer AD and LeBron to Giannis. Giannis is $1,300 more expensive than Anthony Davis. Um, that's fine and all. I mean, he's also a significantly better permanent fantasy player than both of those guys. But on a day where we don't really have a ton of value yet, there hasn't been anybody we, like we don't have any like true randos that are full pay down options. And until we start to get a little bit more value, it's going to be really difficult to get to 11 3 Giannis. So I see it a lot easier getting to AD, getting to LeBron. LeBron in particular, 9,500 is just a bonkers price tag. So I actually like AD and LeBron more than our public ownership. Uh, on the Giannis side, I'm probably a little bit underweight from a FanDuel perspective. On DK, I think it's a little bit closer. LeBron is 9,200. AD is 9,400. Giannis is 10,5. But because of the positional flexibility, it becomes a little bit easier to get all the way up to Giannis. So 
in that regard, I think it's still LeBron because his price tag is broken. Uh, but I see AD and Giannis as equals on DK. You know that you know this is the game that you're probably going to stack for the most part. So where else are you looking? Obviously, I mean, I think most people are going to have one or two of those three guys that you mentioned. But Chris Middleton, if you wanted to pay up, is you know an enticing option. Obviously, at uh, you know not a top tier price, not a value price. You could pay down. Look at guys like Brooke Lopez is certainly value. Bobby Portis is certainly value. So how many of these guys are you looking to mix in? So there's one specific play, particularly on FanDuel, that I like most, and that would be Dante DiVincenzo. Uh, Mm. I think that we're just going – in a game like this, I expect to see, like, the main five guys as much as possible. You you know, you expect a competitive game, so you expect to see what their competitive run looks like. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I gave Dante DiVincenzo 28 minutes. He's 4,400 on FanDuel. We only have him at 25% ownership, which I think is a tad low. There aren't, like I said, there aren't a ton of places to pay down. Like of guys just under 5K on FanDuel, Bledsoe at 4,700 at point guard, Reggie Bullock for 3,600 at shooting guard, but I prefer DiVincenzo. I don't know, like Joe Ingles, I don't know what his minutes look like right now. It's Nerlens Noel, it's Kuzma. There's not a lot of legitimate paydown options. And I feel like Dante DiVincenzo is ready to get normal-ish run in this spot. He's not like a great fantasy point per minute guy. And I'm actually discounting his normal rates for this spot. But just because of the way the positions are set up today, he's a guy that I have my eye on heavily on FanDuel. A little bit less so on DraftKings, but I'm still interested a bit more than the field. But he's the guy that pops up the most for me in terms of this game. I think he falls a little bit if we start to get more value. If we open up a guy at like 4K that isn't supposed to be there, that'll take precedent over DiVincenzo. But right now, he's my top value play. Everybody hit that like button. We are uh, up over 50. We got north of 300 people watching on YouTube. Let's make one big push to 100, huh? Smash that like button. And uh, just building on what you're talking about here, and I don't want to you know, give anything away. I, I want people to still uh, go and check out the contenders video, obviously on YouTube or both videos for that matter. So just a taste here at this point, but how many guys from this game are part of your featured? Hey, these, these are your gentlemen tonight. Uh, so I'll give it that answer for both sites. Uh, AD LeBron Schroeder and Kuzma will be the four guys from the Lakers on FanDuel that I get the most of. You can add Montrez Harrell to that group on DraftKings, but I don't have a ton of interest in him on FanDuel. So it's basically like a four-and-a-half-person core from the Lakers. On the Bucks side, Giannis Middleton, Drew, Brooke Lopez, DiVincenzo are all key tenants of my lineup in on FanDuel. Then you could open that up more on DraftKings just because of the positionality. So DJ Augustine at the flat minimum is a guy that you kind of have to watch. That's gross, but it is what it is. Uh, Bobby Portis at 4,300 on DK, very much in play as well. So seven guys from Milwaukee on DraftKings seems viable. It's more like five for me. Not that I wouldn't have like little bits of Portis or Augustine on FanDuel. They're just not the same sort of value uh, on one compared to the other. G-Man notes, and uh, I think it is an important point. We'll know if LeBron or AD are playing at lock time, which, you know, oftentimes we don't. You know, the both or one will have the questionable tag. Even if you believe both are going to play, one is always a threat to sit. So the fact that we know right off the hop that these guys are, you know, both in, both out, one's playing, however it shakes out, obviously, how much does that influence your lineup building? Uh, very rarely does it matter to me unless I think a guy is actually questionable. Like I'm expecting LeBron and AD to be fixtures of the injury report for the entire season. So I just kind of treat Mm -hmm. it as nothing unless they have a fresh injury. Like if LeBron rolls his ankle in the game, the game before it, I'm going to be at least a little bit more dubious that he might not make it uh, to tip off. But in this case, I didn't really see anything in the injury reports that stood out to me. So I'm just treating it like business as usual. And I mean, if I'm lucky, I hope one of them gets scratched at, 
Uh, well, what time's lock? 7.30? So I hope one of them gets scratched at like, I don't know, 7. That'll give me enough time to fix everything. Marco says, AD, LeBron, they correlate well. I can see stacking them on DK. How do you feel about that, playing both of them and fading Giannis? I have, I have no issue doing something like that. Not on a day like today. There's only so many options you could pay up for. Um, it, it's not as if you need 60 from both of those guys to get where you need to be. So as far as I'm concerned, there's there's not really like a combination of people that I don't want. Like Montrez Harrell plus Marcus Gasol, something like that. Not mm-hmm. ideal, but I would only want to set rules for it in Fantasy Cruncher if it was coming up a lot. I wouldn't limit any sort of combination right out of the gate unless I knew that I was getting an overwhelming amount of that combination. So there's not much that I see that would be problematic in terms of stacking. But having AD and LeBron on a day where, I mean, how many guys... Like Giannis and AD are the only guys at 10K or higher on FanDuel. Giannis is the only guy over 10K on DraftKings. The the prices aren't problematic enough to want to get away from a a stack of those two. El Negro Loco noting that Davis is probable tonight. And and yeah, I think we expect both these guys are going to be in there. Uh, This is interesting from Theo. Any thoughts on fading this game since most people will be stacking it? No, zero thoughts of fading this game or fading any game on a three game slate. Not like if you're playing 150 games, you're naturally going to have lineups that are concentrated on one game and less concentrated on others. But I would never be looking at this to build out a lineup thinking I'm going to try to fade this game. That's silly. There's a high likelihood that one or two people from this game are in the optimal lineup. And I would Mm -hmm. like to have as much of those types of guys as possible. I'm never looking at it. Like I need to get away from a game in particular. Now that might be the case if I think that an entire team is overowned, but I'm not making that distinction before the fact that's a, uh, that's the effect, not the cause. Sure. All right. Uh, Let's see. Folks get uh, access to all the great Osmo Plus tools, content for every, uh, nearly every DFS sports that's out there with Osmo Plus's weekly pass. Less than 30 bucks, $29.95 per. All right. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com. Josh has mentioned, you know, some of them, whether it's uh, obviously Fantasy Cruncher, Lineup Builder, the Boom Bus tool. You can get all the projections that uh, Alex, our own Osmo, Alex Baker puts out there. There's a lot of great stuff. And in, uh, you know, it's in the premium Slack channel where we're taking a look and seeing if you guys have any questions as well. Much more. And if you're only looking to play NBA, that's okay. You can sign up for our weekly NBA package. It is even less. It is only $16.95. So make sure you look into that. Trust me, it will help you build your lineups and uh, at a relatively quick rate as well, which is always a nice thing. So we can always come back to this Lakers and Bucks game. If you have any questions, get them in on the chat or the Osmo uh, premium Slack channel. will come on back. That's fine. We're here with you for about another 35 minutes or so. Let's make the move to New Orleans at Utah. Six straight wins for the Jazz. Again, second straight meeting for these teams. Utah won 118-102 last time around. Zion was great, 32 points. That's real points, so much better even when it came to fantasy. Donovan Mitchell went off. Rudy Gobert was terrific. Uh, Jordan Clarkson off the bench had himself a nice night. Both teams are essentially healthy as well. So uh, before we even get into who is appealing tonight, what did that last game tell you about this one that you're just being more mindful of? Pretty much nothing. <laughs> I'm, the, sure. I'm rarely looking into any individual game performances. I mean, I guess uh, rotations matter a little bit more. Um, but even then, like I expect Lonzo Ball to slightly get more minutes now as he's working his way back from being out for a bit. But mostly it's just a playing time thing and making sure that um, there weren't any like major rotational changes. But in terms of the way that the game played out, I, I will – there's no changes that I make to uh, my projections or anything along those lines. All right. So that in mind, who do you want? So let's start on the Utah side. Normally I would start on the Pelican side, but we got to talk mm-hmm. a little bit about the number one contender on FanDuel and DraftKings. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched those videos yet, uh, Donovan Mitchell is my favorite play of the day. 8,200 on FanDuel, 7,900 on DraftKings. I think he's really affordable and just at least from a FanDuel perspective, the way that the position is working today, he is the pay-up option at 8200 and that is not a problematic price tag. He is the cheapest pay-up option on the slate. Gobert is a little bit more expensive, and then you're getting into 9500 for LeBron, 9800 for Steph Curry, 113 for Giannis. 
you have to roster two shooting guards, just like you have to roster two people at every other position. So if your cheapest top option is Donovan Mitchell at 8,200, he's naturally just easier to get to than those other guys. And that is showing up in my data right now. It doesn't hurt that Andrew Wiggins is the next closest guy and then Jordan Clarkson is third, especially with Ingles back. So I think Donovan Mitchell stands out just because he's so much more likely to be the highest scoring shooting guard. I have him 10 points ahead of the next highest projected shooting guard and 15 mm-hmm. behind or ahead of the third guy. He's just on a completely different wavelength. So he is quite clearly my top play. It's different on DraftKings, but he's still number one. He's just more frequently in the optimal than any other spot. 7,900 works a lot there. So that's the guy that I have to start with. That's the guy that I have my eye on. And that's only really going to change if we open up a lot more value and it becomes easier to get to the LeBrons, the ADs, the Giannis's of the world. But I think Donovan Mitchell fits no matter what style of lineup you're trying to uh, build. I don't really like much else from Utah on FanDuel, but I do really like Gobert and uh, Boyan Bogdanovich on DraftKings. Where else maybe that similar price range? You mentioned, obviously, Gobert. So, I mean, Zion is a guy you haven't talked about. Ingram's a guy you haven't yeah. talked about. Are these just guys that you're not drawn to tonight? So on the Pelican side, I really like uh, a lot of what I'm seeing from New Orleans on FanDuel. Eric Bledsoe is a guy that I have been playing an excessive amount of over the past few games. He's 4,700. He's still looking for a shot, trying to get to the basket. I just feel like I can't watch him make a bucket. He's way too cheap for his role. He's playing 30 minutes and he's sub 5K. Like that's just, to me, I want that guy in my lineup. So he is without question mm-hmm. my favorite FanDuel Pelican. I think Zion and Steven Adams are both guys that I'm going to be over the field on. Relatively neutral to Brandon Ingram. I don't have much of a take there. I, I want him, but nothing crazy. And then on DraftKings, I think the whole Pelicans team is like mildly under-owned. Zion, Ingram, Adams, Bledsoe, Ball, Uh, I would expect to be slightly over the field on all of them. Um, Ball is the one that trips me up a little bit just because I'm not totally sure about his minutes. But uh, again, 5,700 Steven Adams works for me. Uh, Started pretty strong in their last one, uh, tapered off a bit, but he was looking like a really nice value. And then again, Bledsoe at 5,300. That's just a guy that I want more of than the public has. One of these days it'll work out, I hope. (laughs) Cross your fingers. Just looking down at uh, yeah. you know some real salary savers because obviously if you are going to pay up at some various positions with guys that we've talked about already, what, what about like a you know Derek Favors? Obviously, is incredibly cheap. Just to build on him, you know, I know you said Joe Ingles doesn't necessarily uh, you know get you all all excited. Uh, Nikhil right. Alexander Walker is another guy that you know it's hard to ignore. NAW with what he's been doing lately, there's some inconsistency to his game, but obviously when he you know is in there as a starter, he's much more appealing. So how about some of these lower price guys? Um, like for the Pelicans, I would rather get to Bledsoe before I got to Nikhil Alexander Walker. It's crazy to me that Bledsoe can be three hundred dollars cheaper than him on Fanduel. He's four hundred dollars more mm-hmm. expensive on DraftKings, but I still prefer Bledsoe in that spot. As far as paydown guys, I don't really like a lot of the paydown options in this game. I'm more likely to be doing some fades. So $7,400 Mike Conley on FanDuel is a guy that I want to have a little bit less of. Jordan Clarkson at 6300 on FanDuel, I have very little interest in. Um, that's always scary when you're watching a Jazz game because that dude is looking mm-hmm. for his own stuff. Every single second he is on the floor, but he would be a guy I don't have much interest in. Royce O'Neal, a guy that's picking up more ownership than I have really any interest in. So I see this game more so from a spot where I'm getting away from stuff than trying to grab additional value. If you're not able to watch your favorite Osmo shows on YouTube, shame on you. I say it all the time, but that's okay, because almost all the Osmo YouTube shows are available through the Osmo Podcast Network. We have a podcast for every single sport. We're available on every major platform as well. Head on over to Osmo.com slash podcast. Check out the very latest there. And once you're there, drop a five-star rating, a review with your Twitter handle or your Osmo username included. You could win a free week of Osmo Plus, and we'll be giving a free Osmo Plus pass every week to the person who submits our favorite review. We could be choosy. Sometimes we can be uh, not so selective. It all depends on how we're feeling that given day. So 
get on in, leave a review. Best of luck to you, obviously. And, uh, you know, get all those great tools that we had talked about earlier on. We'll continue to circle back around all these games because why the hell not? There are three games to talk about. We've got an hour to do it. New York and Golden State is the only other one today. And then we'll get back to the chat and some of the questions because they're all over the map, as you'd expect. First meeting of the year, the... Both teams, again, generally pretty healthy. You got Austin Rivers, Alec Burks, day-to-day for the Knicks at uh, last look anyway. But uh, how are you feeling about this one? So I play mostly on FanDuel, and I am going to have an unfortunately large amount of New York Knicks tonight. I think R.J. Barrett is wildly underowned. Love him at 6,700. While I think that... Uh, Julius Randle is like a hair over-owned. He's still one of the better plays of the day just because of his raw point ceiling. Mitchell Robinson, Alfred Payton, two guys that I'm going to be quite a bit over the field on, probably like two or three times the field, in fact. Uh, I don't mind getting to quickly at 4,500, although that one's starting to get a little tenuous just because he and Alfred Payton are splitting those point guard minutes. So if you have one, that's another spot where like if you have one, you probably don't want the other. Um Reggie Bullock for 3,600. There aren't a lot of places to pay down. I think that is viable. He's not as interesting where he's 4,300 on DK. You can go ahead and skip that one. So I'm expecting to have more exposure to the New York Knicks than any other team on this slate. Ignoring like if the Lakers happen to get really high just because I have a lot of AD and LeBron. Like from a team perspective, I'm just... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC going to have a lot of bites at the new york apple which i guess is some sort of like fun wordplay there it's not <laughs> fun at all but um that's where i'm at for the knicks on FanDuel on DraftKings, uh, you basically just remove reggie bullock from the interested list and it's just randall barrett peyton robinson and quickly and then we get to you know golden state which is a team that i dread rostering from a dfs perspective <laughs> because because there isn't anybody on there that's good like, obviously, Steph Curry, 9,800, 9,600. You know why you're rostering Steph Curry. He's a stud, and you get what you pay for. That's fine. But, I mean, sifting through Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins is never fun. Draymond, uh, his lack of scoring makes, like, getting behind him not fun from a roster perspective. These guys are playing, you know, 30 to 34 minutes. They all look like 20%-ish plays, and that's where the public is. Wiseman is highly erratic whether he's playing 24 minutes or 16 plus he could just be not all that great and then the rest of their rotation is just a sea of dudes that play like 14 minutes at a time so they end up being like not valuable but one of them will get 20 minutes and be valuable never know which guy that's going to be so I don't have a ton of interest in anything from Golden State from a stand perspective I'm more likely to be lighter on Golden State particularly on the DK side with Oubre and Draymond but these guys are just sort of properly owned and not a spot where I'm trying to get ultra creative. Like I'll just happily hold hands with the field on Golden State and hope that I can make it up elsewhere. So if you're, I don't know, ranking the games, I guess, that you're attacking from a DFS perspective, it's probably right in the order we've covered them, huh? I can give you the order in each team that I would be interested in. Okay. Um, so Nick's. Pels, Bucks, Lakers, Warriors, Jazz would be my order. That's on FanDuel. And on DraftKings, uh, let me add team to this table so I could actually view it. DraftKings is uh, a little bit different. Bucks, 
Jazz, Lakers, Knicks, Warriors, Pels. So we're almost flipping it on its head. Pelicans are pretty highly ranked from a FanDuel perspective, not so much on DraftKings. Milwaukee looks a little bit better on DK. DiVincenzo helps out a little bit there. Um, Mm -hmm. Utah goes from dead last on FanDuel to second on DraftKings. So that's why it's very important that uh, we try to be at least like as accurate as possible in our speech because a good play on FanDuel does not mean it's a good play on DraftKings and vice versa. Salaries are super, super, super important. And if you're not paying attention to salary, you're really putting yourself behind the eight ball. So there are guys that I'm going to talk about that look great on one site that are just not the same on the other. Which is why you want to watch the Contenders videos for both sites and why you want yes. to read all the great content on the Osmo site. And there is, you know, it distinguishes guys that are great plays, you know, on, on DK or obviously on FanDuel, whether it's, um, you know, Adam's deep dive articles that come out basically every single day. Or you could look at some of the uh, other value articles or some of them right there in the title. DFS plays for FanDuel. DFS plays for yeah. DK. I say all this just in case you are new and you know, just diving into this stuff for the first time. I know a lot of you out there already know all this, but, you know, it's always good to educate the public, obviously. And uh, with that in mind, stay up to date with the latest NBA DFS news with our awesome NBA Twitter handle. Our guy, News God, will be delivering the latest on injuries, starting lineups, minutes, limits, and more daily before lock. So make sure that you give awesome NBA a follow there. Check out News God's Twitter handle as well. At News God, that is N E W Z God underscore DFS. How about News God being part of a read at this point? I love it. I love it. We've come so far. It's great to see. That's some high society stuff right there. I love it. All right. Uh, circling back to some of these questions, and some of it will be repetitive stuff that you've already said, but that's okay. We have plenty yeah. of time. We're a little more than halfway through the show. David says, Thoughts on uh, Alec Burks? I don't think that he plays enough minutes to matter tonight. He's 5,800 on FanDuel. He is 5,300 on DraftKings. Uh, If he's in like the 20 to 24 minute range, I don't think that's a spot that I end up getting to all that frequently. Um, He's been out since December 27th. Um, That's a pretty long time. I I can't imagine. Like he played 30 minutes in Mm -hmm. the first two games, played 20, uh, I believe left early in that one. And then he's just been out ever since. Just don't see it as a scenario where they let him fully rip. If he's playing 30 minutes again, then by all means, you want Alec Burks tonight. But I think that they probably slowly work him back. You know, he does like a 20 to 22 minute game here. Next game's probably like 24 to 26, and then vice versa. The only thing that gives me a, at least a little bit of thought process that he could play a little bit more is that we're not expected to see uh, Austin Rivers tonight. So maybe he grabs a little bit of additional playing time, but I gave him 20 and I had no problem giving the rest of these minutes out. It didn't seem like there were a lot of places where minutes were just like waiting to be filled for the Knicks. So I'm guessing it's relatively light. And from what I can see uh, from other people, it's somewhere in that 20 to 20, probably 20 to 23 minute range is most likely. And I'm on the low end. We're up over 100 likes and about 500 people watching. Keep smashing that like button. Let's get ourselves to 150. One big push to 150 likes. All of you out here with us this morning, we appreciate it again. A little more than halfway through the program and a lot of great content coming your way all throughout the day here on the Osmo YouTube channel. Uh, Travis says, are you going to play Porter today? Porter? Maybe he means Portis. It's got to be Porter. There is no Porter on this slate, right? I don't think so. I'm going to go ahead and assume that it's Portis, which would make uh, a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. And probably not a lot on FanDuel. I think that he's like a 9% guy and he's owned at 10%. So, you know, that's generally a spot where I'll end up with like 5 to 10% of someone. Um, on DraftKings, though, I think he looks a little bit better. 4300 price tag looks good. I have him in for 21 minutes. Um, he's projected for 19% ownership, and I think that's about right. So he would be a guy that I would see at somewhere in like the 15 to 20% range if you're MMEing, and that's fine. He's just a guy on Milwaukee. He shouldn't be getting a lot of time, that's for sure. <laughs> guy you were talking about a little while ago, Easy Money asked, thoughts on quickly today? Yeah, so that's the trickiest situation right now, figuring out, especially with Burke's back, but figuring out the backcourt for the Knicks. Uh, 
like Peyton and Quickly are going to split 48 minutes in some way. Um, if it's a true, true blowout, then maybe it's a slightly less than that. But I have it at 29 and 19 right now from a minutes perspective. Um, if you wanted that to be 28, 20 or 27, 21, uh, like you can make a case for it. He's just, it's a really difficult thing to want to have when minutes upside is minimized. Now, mm. If his ownership stays relatively low and Alfred Payton picks up a lot of ownership, then I like the idea in a large field GPP of hoping that Payton has uh, a negative day, which will immediately impact quickly. So if Alfred Payton happens to play 26 minutes and quickly can then get 22, you're really happy to have quickly at a reduced ownership number. So paying close attention to the relationship of ownership between those two guys will sort of dictate the way that I want to move forward. Right now, I think that Peyton and quickly are both under-owned, in particular Peyton most on FanDuel. So I would be more likely to just have more Peyton and hope that he gets the run. But if the ownership rises on Alfred Peyton, then I start to think that you open yourself up to quickly being a pivot in a large field contest. El Negro Loco, our guy, says, which Nick player ends up being in the winning lineup tonight? LOL. Uh, on FanDuel, I think the highest likelihood is Alfred Payton at 5,300. Uh, R.J. Barrett would be second. On DraftKings, uh, R.J. Barrett is my most likely to be in the optimal. Julius Randle would be second. Brian wants to know if Giannis is a must tonight. Nope. It's just like nobody, no one is a must tonight as of right now. If somebody gets scratched, like, you know, if LeBron James and AD get ruled out, Kyle Kuzma is a must tonight. That's the type of stuff that could pop up. But for right now, no, there are no musts. And as far as I'm concerned, Giannis is behind uh, the other two guys in his own. He's not even a must from that game. (laughs) A lot of debate about quickly versus Burks and just questions i mean at at what point in time i guess what do you need to learn before tip off you know before lineups lock uh, in terms of your approach to that or are you just kind of fading both because of the uncertainty i'm i guess i'm more fading burks than quickly uh and look those minutes could get changed up like quickly could take a haircut now and and burks soaks up some of that run i we don't know what to expect for the Knicks coming back with Burks being out for so long. I mean, this is a team that has been outperforming uh, their expected record, at least through this time. So there's no telling really how they want to reintegrate Burks into this lineup. I just don't think it's going to matter all that much today. I think that's going to be a question for the next time the Knicks play, or maybe two games from now. And who knows, like maybe there are some injuries that change that game up a little bit, but I would just be very surprised if Alec Burks is playing a ton of minutes, unless we get word that he's like fully unencumbered. That That's something that I would like to know. I don't know if we get that sort of information before lock. It's possible we do, but knowing that he, knowing if he has a minutes limit is the key piece of information. How about uh, KCP value tonight on a three game slate? A couple of people asking about that. Uh, I, not, none, no real value as far as I'm concerned. 4K on FanDuel. 3,700 on DraftKings this is a little bit more appealing, but I think that he's already owned about as much as he should be. So if you're playing a 20 max, you know, we're talking maybe one to three, one to four lineups, nothing too crazy. I would be more likely to have probably one than anything else. Uh, not a guy that I expect to be in a lot of stuff that I do. Chris says, Josh, explains ownership, leverage, and roster construction. Adam, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just teeing it up for you, man. Keeping our party moving along. While we are at it, and keep your questions coming because we do have time to answer them, obviously. Check out the pinned tweet on Osmo underscore com. That is the Twitter handle, Osmo underscore com, to enter our NBA giveaway to win a free year of Osmo plus NBA. Just follow the instructions on the graphic. Predict whether LeBron or Giannis We'll score more points tonight. One random winner will be selected among correct guesses. And make sure you check out the giveaway on our Osmo underscore com Instagram handle as well for the chance to win a free month. And good luck. Do you have any, uh, I mean, obviously you've gone over your projections. What's your feeling on which one of the two scores more tonight? Uh, let's find out. I'll, I can give a real answer. We appreciate that. Yeah, I don't I don't have uh, like my stat line like immediately ready. So let me just we'll filter the LeBron. 
right, you don't yeah, need I to won't do enter. Uh, no, I don't. I already get a free month. Um, <laughs> all right, so I have I have Giannis projected for twenty seven point three real points. I have LeBron right now projected for twenty four point two. So Giannis would be my pick, but I would be paying close attention to this. Is just like a uh, let's let's have this conversation. So this is just sure. like entering uh, a GPP. If you are seeing the responses and 90% of the people have Giannis Antetokounmpo as the selection. You are better off selecting LeBron because you are more likely to win because it's not a 90-10 split. So try to keep your eye on how the votes are coming in. Um, but for right now, I think it's Giannis by about three points. I like that. Hey, Tim wants to mix it up for a second and what the hell, we've got time. Adam and Josh, besides NBA, what other duties do you have on the Osmo team? Yours are much more expansive than mine, so please go ahead. Oh, man. So I do football shows periodically. Um, NFL live before locks. I'm obviously NBA a ton. Uh, Baseball, when it comes back, will be uh, something that I have my hands in. Uh, MMA, from time to time, I hop on some live shows if if Jason Floyd or Pete the Heat can't make it, uh, I get um, I get tagged in for those, and I'm happy to do that. Um, I try to put out uh, UFC contender style videos for at least uh, the the bigger cards. There's going to be one coming tomorrow for uh, the Connor pay per view this weekend. Um, I watch a lot of soccer. Uh, I had some projections on the website for a bit. They are no longer mine. They are better now. Congratulations to everybody for being able to get the new projections that are on the site. (laughs) And I'm dipping my toe into the golf betting world. Go watch the uh, golf best bets video that I've got with Ben Raza. Spoiler alert, everybody. I picked the outright winner last week, so I'm going for two for two this week. I like that. Uh, As for me, it's a much shorter story, which is that I'm – uh, while I'm not new to the space, I'm relatively new to Osmo. And so this show, I've been doing the uh, NFL Q&A on Sunday mornings, at least, you know, during the regular season with our guy, Matt Kajeski. And uh, that's it, because I only started, you know, a matter of weeks ago. So uh, sure. hopefully more to come, including, obviously, great shows like this a couple of times a week. So it's a, a real good time. Getting back to your DFS questions, though, and, and whatever else you want to talk about in life, I suppose. You can ask Josh what he had for breakfast when he woke up at 3 in the morning and it was still dark out. Uh, Jacob says, I don't need breakfast. <laughs> no breakfast? No, nah, I don't eat breakfast. So early I riser. Want to. I, I like to. I can only eat breakfast on days where I don't have stuff to do. So, so n- never then. This Pretty is the like night. Yeah. To, ne- never know. during the work week. Um, if I do get breakfast, it's uh, Starbucks egg bites, the uh, smoked gouda and bacon, and they are pretty light in the old tummy, so that's okay. Uh, on the weekends, go. though, um, that's where it can get problematic. A lot of, you know, like chicken and waffles type stuff, which isn't great for the figure. Uh, What's the question? Tastes even better. <laughs> <laughs> Kuzma or Portis for the stack tonight? Kuzma or Portis? I wish I knew which site, but on FanDuel, it's Kuzma, and I don't think mm. that it's particularly close for me right now. On DraftKings, it's Portis, and it's really not close. From Danny, Drew Holiday or Jordan Clarkson? I would be shocked if it's not Drew Holiday, but let me just look. I can quickly see that. So, oh, man, (laughs) I'm so bad with these teams. I immediately went to the Pelicans for Drew Holiday. Womp, womp. 13, (laughs) 8, let's see. Drew 21. Oh, Drew Holiday by Miles. Miles? Yeah, not okay. not even close. G-Man, couple good games out of Ubre. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, he was clearly going to start shooting better than never making a three. That had to happen by default. Uh, he's fine at... at He's not as bad as he was to start this season. I expect him to end up looking really similar to the person he's always been. I mean, he's 25 years old. He shouldn't just fall off a cliff. But, I mean, he has been as inefficient as anyone could possibly be. He's shooting 22% from three, coming off a year where he shot 35%. He's always been like 33 to 35. Dude's just got to start making some open shots. Um I mean, like his effective field goal percentage this season is 41.6. It's always been low 50s, which also still isn't very good. But 
just bringing that back to neutral is going to make his DFS price rise by default. So, you know, get in before it goes back to neutral, I guess, is my only recommendation. Um, he, he can't suck forever. El Negro Loco says, you do it all. You are the Osmo Swiss Army Knife. Is that what the I business card is? at least. Uh, I don't have any business cards. I wish that I did, but I wouldn't know who to give them to. Maybe I could just get digital business cards, and then one day down the line we could sell them on Top Shot. Yeah, what the hell? I mean, people are buying virtual trading cards and just putting them in the cloud. You know, it's pretty much the same I concept, I suppose. Kids, don't don't, need to you hold can't that. get me started on this. So stupid. Uh, G-Man. I, I, uh, I love it for like making money in the short term. I do not need a long-term strategy of holding uh, Andrew Wiggins' rebound highlights in my vault. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the fun of – maybe maybe I'm just old, and I guess I am, but I thought the fun of collecting cards was collecting cards, like having them, putting them in a binder, looking through them. You know, that's it's, yes. it's a different People are just in it to invest now. Uh, if not, go bear. Who's your second choice on FanDuel at center? Ooh, I can give like all of my choices. So it's not Gobert. Uh, he's not first, second, third, or fourth as far as I'm concerned. Okay. So Gobert is 8,500 at center. Um, he's $2,500 more expensive than the next center. But he's not projected in a way that his raw points become a problem. So he's sort of a little bit different than Donovan Mitchell in that regard, especially when you only have one. That's the part where it kind of saves him a bit. I like Mitchell Robinson for 5,600 more than I like any other center for FanDuel. Steven Adams would be my number two choice, 5,200. Uh, I would get to Wiseman at 4,400 before I would get to Gobert. I would get to Brooke Lopez at 5,300 before I would get to Gobert. That one's sort of a coin flip for me. And then Gobert would actually be my fifth favorite center on FanDuel. Speaking of Mitchells, obviously you were just talking about Robinson, but let's go back to Donovan. Justin says, would you stack Mitchell and Clarkson on DK? Yes. Well, uh, I guess I need to be more specific with that answer. I don't have any problem with the lineup construction. I wouldn't expect having a lot of Mitchell plus Clarkson because I don't think that Clarkson is a very good play on DraftKings. He's 6,100. He's like a 9% optimal lineup guy. So if I ended up with you know two or three lineups with Mitchell plus Clarkson on DraftKings, that's fine. I'm not going to try to stop it. But I wouldn't, I'd be surprised if I even got that combination just given their probabilities. We don't get a lot of these, but that's what happens when you have a three-game slate. From Kyle Burke or quickly in an ESPN League pickup? No idea. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't do anything with season-long anything. I have no concept of – I don't even know the scoring or how that works. I don't know anything about season-long. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. What else do we have in the questions? We're here with you for a few more minutes. Slow those questions in and uh, keep an eye. Nothing really going on in the Osmo Premium Slack channel this morning, at least. as I mean, there's a lot of commentary. just doesn't really involve yeah. NBDFS, so you tend to expect that. Clarkson going to be chalky, right. but I don't give a damn, says Travis. What do you think? Clarkson? That's what he thinks. He's not going to be chalky for our ownership. I mean, he's getting ownership, but he's 20% owned on FanDuel and 13 on DraftKings on a three-game slate. He's not chalky in the slightest. And I like him less than that. There's an MMA strategy show later on. I also want to remind you, we have an MMA DFS special running right now for UFC 257 with the uh, Dustin Poirier, Connor McGregor uh, main event here. That is the promo code Connor, C-O-N-O-R, uh, again, Connor with one end, just like McGregor, to activate a $2.57 MMA weekly pass for the big fight. We have tons of great premium MMA DFS content here at Osmo, including the Top Fighters tool and UFC Pro Plays for our MMA team of experts. So check them out today for less than a cup of coffee. And this order will be valid through Fight Night, which is January 23rd, only a couple of days away. I can promise you, I don't know how you know exactly what my role will grow to be at Osmo, but I will never, ever be asked to host, moderate, do anything remotely involved with MMA. It's never going to happen, probably shouldn't happen. I think it's best for all of us. Uh, never say never, man. That's the, that's the one you want to do, especially for this weekend. Conor McGregor making his return to the cage after a year out of it. Whew. Michael Chandler's debut in the UFC. This is a fantastic card. 
I know nothing about that sport. Sat next to Joe Lozon at a wedding once, though. I can tell you that. Uh, Eric says, uh, hey, Alex Caruso, a thing tonight? He's popping my projections. So I, I want to be clear here that all answers about Alex Caruso need to be positive, given he is the owner and proprietor of this company. However, uh, no, <laughs> not really much of a thing. 3,800 on FanDuel is fine. He's about 10% owned. That's where he should be. He's 3,200. Okay, so 3,200 on DraftKings. I didn't realize he was uh, so minimally priced on DK. I think that's a bit easier to get to. I actually have him a little bit more optimal than the 13% he's coming up for in ownership. And the big takeaway for me is that Taylor Horton Tucker doesn't appear to be in the rotation any longer. So I think that Caruso can see 19, 20 minutes. You know, it kind of waffles around there. Last four games, 19 and a half, 18, 22, 18, got 21 in the game before that. So if you get Caruso on a day where it's 20 or 21 and he's 3,200, it's worth a shot on a slate like this where there's no value to be found. If we get anybody that pops up as a really nice value play, uh, Caruso becomes very not that interesting. I just don't think the is the minutes upside to truly justify anything other than uh, a rotational value play. You're stuck with us for a few more minutes, then we'll be handing things off. In the meantime, keep on hitting that like button, folks. Up over 550 people watching, 150 likes. I think we can get to 200 before the end of this show. Again, just sure. annihilate that like button. I mean, be nice to it. Don't hurt it. You don't want to break any of your tech, but... You know, let's get to 200 likes. Just make it feel good for a second. Anthony says, on FanDuel, large GPP, better to stack AD and LeBron or one of the two with Giannis, given that they all play, or say forget these high salaries and go for more balance tonight. And I don't see – I'll let you answer, obviously, but I don't see how that latter option is actually an option. Yeah, so in the grand scheme of things, I would rather stack LeBron and AD than have Giannis. I just think that AD is a better play than – than Giannis given the salaries right now. But it's very easy to grab LeBron at small forward and Zion at 8K at power forward instead of having to pay up for one of those other two guys. I think Julius Randle even at 9K uh, works perfectly. If you're not paying up for Giannis or AD, once you have LeBron, you can put together a really strong lineup because the rest of the salaries just aren't that high. If you're not paying up for Curry in that case, the next highest point guard is 7,600. We already established Donovan Mitchell 8,200 at the shooting guard spot. You know, Zion at 8K, not a problematic price tag. All the centers that I mentioned earlier are in like the fives. So if you go to LeBron, you can build a pretty strong, relatively balanced lineup, and it's only going to really take like a Reggie Bullock or a Dante DiVincenzo to unlock most of it. Uh, Keegster says, uh, Josh, Al, uh, Adam, have you ever played in-game showdowns for NBA on DK? This type of slate is when I like to play them pros or not. I've never I've done you know showdowns, obviously, but I've never done the in-game showdown. How about you? No, that's a different level of degenerate for me. And more than anything, I when the day is over and the games have started, like the last thing that I want to do is still be around the computer. It's usually a pretty long day for me from starting early. So other than getting uh, Slack alerts from NewsGod, letting me know that I have to make actual changes to my current lineups, I'm not... I should be playing more slates. Like that would be a recommendation that I gave to everybody play the smaller later slates. I I think that's a good investment strategy if you're trying to play DFS, but I don't have the time or the brain power to continue to do stuff like that. So I like showdown. I have not played a single in-game showdown. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I didn't even know it existed. Emac says, uh, is Kaufman going to be doing MLB shows? Because I can't wait to hear how DVDs are better than BVP. And uh, solid right there comment from Emac. But on top of that, you know, man must remember from stuff that we've done in the past. I'm a big BVP guy. Big BVP. I'm all about BVP. I guess looking behind me, that shouldn't surprise you with the love for the DVDs. John says cough is well called. I'm going to reserve comment on your BVP takes. (laughs) Until you've heard me explain myself at some point in time. Yes. Well, no, I'll still think it's wrong regardless, but... (laughs) I think I think most people do. I'm here for it. I need to get a T-shirt that just says BVP or something like that. Can we invest in that? Can that happen? Coming up next hey, after us. Yeah, I mean, if if I'm willing to sink the cash into it, which I'm not, I'm cheap. NFL oh, no, strategy. I mean, there are things that we talk about on these shows that pop up. Well, Lafay and I had an argument about ketchup on eggs, and that became actual uh, a T-shirt you can buy from our store. Actual awesome content. I like that. I, st- I, need, I need an Osmo t-shirt at some point in time to, to really feel like I've, I fit in and, and 
dress up for YouTube. Welcome to my world. I don't have one. <laughs> All right, we'll make sure you get one first, and then I'll uh, I'll get lined behind you. Uh, Perfect. El Negro Logo says, uh, make sure you get the News God alerts on. Stay tuned. Obviously, all the news coming out throughout the night. Uh, doing well in the like department, closing in on 200. So, folks, keep smashing away. Before we do go, again, if anyone joined us late or just, you know, tuned in intermittently, I suppose, one more refresh. The guys that you absolutely have to have tonight, whether it is obviously top tier, the ADs, the LeBrons, the Giannis's, the Randall's, the Steph's, the guys like that, or the value department, who are you starting your lineup with? Uh, Donovan Mitchell is my favorite play on either FanDuel or DraftKings. I think LeBron James is my second favorite play regardless of site. So those two guys will be the first two guys that I would be looking at. After that on FanDuel, I'm going to value like Eric Bledsoe, Dante DiVincenzo on DraftKings. I'm going to uh, be really, really sad about clicking the name Andrew Wiggins, but he's 6,200, plays 34 minutes a game, and has shooting guard small forward eligibility, which uh, we had a little bit of a Swiss Army knife talk about me earlier. He is a Swiss Army knife on this slate. Being able to be in five of the eight positions on a three-gamer, very valuable. So I like getting to someone like Wiggins on DraftKings. Don't make me like support that take at all. <laughs> It's early in the day. It could change, folks. It could change. He could abandon the take in the next seven or eight hours. Steven says we can get Coffee Spags money ha- uh, money time hat. I'm all in on that. I'll I'll no, I'll put it on the shelf I'm behind out. me. I'll wear it, but I'll own I'm it. I'm shorting those hats. <laughs> uh, someone says I'm getting Fred Savage vibes from Cough. I bet he had a crush on Winnie Cooper. Who didn't have a crush on Winnie Cooper? Are you kidding me? Of course. Never watched right. the show. What's that? You never watched it? I never watched the show. Oh, uh, well, you missed out. On, you know, I mean, I know what you mean, obviously, but uh, I never yeah. watched The Wonder Years. In ages. Winnie Cooper. She aged well. Still looks good. All right. NFL Strategy yeah. Show coming up next with Lafayette and Matt. Our thanks to our guy Tyler and everybody else involved. Thanks to all of you for watching. He is Josh. I'm Koff. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Same time, same show. This guy will be around constantly. You can check him out on the variety of programs as well as obviously all over the Osmo YouTube page with the Contenders video. Make sure you do it and uh, enjoy tonight. Three-game slate. Don't get nervous. It'll be okay. We'll see you later.